0: Welcome to the Cyber Life Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, download, rate, five stars, of course, and share this podcast with everyone you know. Hey, everyone, welcome to the Cyber Life Podcast. My name is Ken Underhill, your host. In today's episode, I have a special, special guest. You guys have uh, probably seen Rob quite a bit on LinkedIn. We banter back and forth uh, often. Uh, I make fun of him, he makes fun of me, and it all works out <laughs> to get more traction to our post. And that's our secret sauce, so now you know. Uh, so Rob, you you are teaching online, you're teaching some certifications and stuff, you've got your own business. Um, can you sort of share with the audience, well, first off, just kind of introduce yourself because I probably didn't get do a good enough job of, of hyping you up, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then just kind of share, like, how'd you get into IT in the first place?
1: Sounds good. All right, Ken, first thing, uh, thank you so much for uh, inviting me on the podcast. So um, I'm Dwayne Roberts, I go by Rob. I started out in IT in 2007, which is um, a little bit of a funny story. So growing up, I wasn't really into technology. Uh, I wasn't a, a nerd or a geek, I guess you uh, could say. But 2007 came, and I was um, doing heating and cooling. You know, I was like the AC guy. And I pretty much uh, almost died in an attic. And uh, that oh, day, I decided to uh, go to the recruiter's office and tell them, man, I need to figure something else out. I got to do something else. And I pretty much told him I didn't want a job with a rocket or gunner and a job title. And he said, okay, what about computers? I said, okay. And pretty much that birthed my IT career. So the bulk of my training was um, in the Army. So I was in the Army. I was training. While in the Army, I was, you know, everything you think of, a project manager, network engineer, security analyst, uh, security engineer pretty much anything um, they needed me to be. And then fast forward all the way to 2016. um, I got out of the military and I started teaching. much happen every
0: day. Cool, cool. So, what sort of made you make the jump from working from for somebody else or working for these vocational schools to doing your own thing? Were you seeing that there was a certain need they weren't meeting, or you were, were you kind of seeing like, hey, you know, I'm only getting paid X dollars and they're making a ton off me? Uh,
1: man, it was a little bit of both. Okay. Uh, <laughs> one thing, you know, primarily, you know, trying to be a good Samaritan, trying to be a good person. I was just noticing that a lot of places I was teaching for is. I don't know, it's just seemed like they didn't care, just like, okay, you know, here goes stuff that's going to be on a test, good luck, and it was kind of, you know, not up to date, not practical, um, and, you know, quite frankly, just didn't didn't work, and then, um, you know, a lot of schools I were working for, it was just, um, they were making, like I said, they were making, it was one summer school I worked for, you know, tuition may be $30,000 a student, there's mm-hmm. 30 students in the class. And you do the math, and I'm not even making a quarter of that. So I was like, "Yeah, I think we'll try this out on my own." And uh, you know, praises to the Most High. It's worked out so far, so I uh, can't complain.
0: Cool, cool. Um, you've got a lot of certifications. I always have to ask this on on uh, pretty mm-hmm. much any time I interview somebody on the podcast. What is sort of your personal view and just taking the fact out that you own your own business related to like certifications and training, what's your sort of view on the trifecta of experience versus certifications versus college degrees? Are you one of those people that sort of finds value in all of those or or is there a particular one that you say, this is probably the most valuable thing to have?
1: Man, that is a awesome question. So um, just so, you know, there's no bias, you know, I have a degree as well. So I have my um, MBA, right? And the military paid for my MBA. So that's kind of one of the <laughs> main reasons I got my MBA. Um, if somebody asked me, OK, I only have a set amount of money, a set amount of time to get into IT, should I go to college or should I get a certification? I would say, as far as I'm concerned, from what I can see, is that certification leads to quicker returns and a lot of times The certification is going to only complement a degree anyway. So, if you want to be in a managerial position or something like that, a degree may be a little bit more beneficial. But a lot of times, with technology as fast as it moves, you know, we just had the iPhone 10, tomorrow it'd be the iPhone 15. Translating that towards a degree, if you have a, a tech degree from five years ago or 10 years ago, how useful is that? Today, not really. So I would so it was up to me. I would say go for certifications and experience as opposed to um, a degree. Now, does a degree suck? No. Uh, if you got a degree, are you wrong? No. But if you, if I, if I had the choice, if I, um, I was talking to somebody right now, I would say get certifications. And that's what I pretty much tell people: is that if you want to get into technology, I would say go for experience and uh, the certifications.
0: Awesome advice. Now, you're you know you're a veteran, of course. I'm mm-hmm. a veteran. I know that when I got out, and I didn't go straight into like anything it, you know, I was a, I was a medic and stuff. But okay. um, that transition period, because there are there are a lot of people that listen to this that are currently active duty military, and they're preparing, or they may be at some point in the next few years preparing to get out. Right. Is there anything that you found beneficial during that transition period? So did you find that the base that you ended on, whether, you know, wherever that was, did they have enough programs for you that you could take advantage of that as you were transitioning? Or did you have to go out searching for things on your own? Um, And I know your perspective, you serve, I served long, I started my service long before yours. um, And back then Mm -hmm. there wasn't necessarily an easy avenue to find all those things. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's why I'm kind of asking, I, you know, one, personally, I want to see, uh, if there's more of that out there where it's more beneficial to people. And number two, if you can offer any resources for somebody that might be transitioning that they should be looking for, whether that's on base or things they should be Googling, uh, okay. anything that you can recommend someone out there.
1: So um, I got on 2016 and the transition um, program is actually pretty good. So the transition program is pretty much, they try to get you ready for civilian life, whether that's, the resume you may need, um, job search help. But in general, um, that's cool. It's more of a supplement. If you are literally getting out of the military and your plan is, man, I'm just going to get out. That's not, that's not a good plan. It's not, it's not going <laughs> to work out for you. So just make sure that if you want to get out, and I know sometimes, uh, you know, because veterans listen to this, they'll understand. Sometimes it's just like you know, you may have just had a super rough day. Uh, you may be coming off a deployment. You may be coming out of the field. You may just you know, stuff might just be rough. Because sometimes being in the military, um, your MOS or your job is your job, but you have a thousand jobs. You may have soldiers underneath you. You're getting it from the top, the to bottom, in between. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It just it just gets rough. So what I would say is, this how you you know, took, uh, took yourself up and figured out, okay, this is how I get promoted. This is how I pass the PT test. This is what I have to do at the range. This is what I have to do. And pretty much did all that stuff and made yourself self-sufficient. You have to do that stuff on the outside of a hundredfold, because in the military, it may seem like you are a go-getter and you are a go-getter, but a lot of the stuff is you, you push, you prod it. You got to do this or you're going to do push-ups. You got to do this or you're going to get written up. You got to do this blah, 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 so there is going to be, there there is no, you got to do anything. You can be a bum. Oh, well, that's on you. You have mm-hmm. to, you have to, have to, have to, have to um, put in the work. And me, honestly, um, I did, how long was I in Almost eight years. So I did eight years. I got up to, and that's another thing. So that's one good thing about the military is that it's in black and white. If you want to get promoted, you do this, this, and that, and you'll get promoted. So I figured that out, got up to E6. And then once I kind of got to, you know, I deployed and all that stuff. Well, I got to a point that I was like, you know, me in the military calling it separate me to go our separate ways. About two years out, I pretty much started to transition. That doesn't mean that I stopped showing up to work or took off my uniform or threw it in the trash. It just means that mentally. Um, no, not mentally. That's not, that's not a good way to say it. Pretty much I was setting myself up for a transition. So one way that I did that is LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Um can literally change your life if you use it right. I think that rhymed, yeah. Yeah, it did. LinkedIn can <laughs> change your life if you use it right. So so you could uh you could get on LinkedIn and I know it's not as sexy as Facebook and Instagram, it may not be as cool, but the main thing I would do and the thing that can really help you in your transition is LinkedIn because and just the internet in general, because it puts so many different people at your fingertips, people that you wouldn't have access to. So I would say um, whatever field you want to be in, I will start connecting with those people on LinkedIn, uh, start connecting with resume writers, recruiters, um, other vets, um, and just pretty much, um, you know, get your stuff honed in on LinkedIn. So long story short, if you think about transition, um, however much time you got on your contract, you need to use that time to get as much education as you can, as much training as you can. Uh, and start connecting with people um, via LinkedIn and other, you know, meetup groups or wherever you want to go, pretty much your goal is, I'm going to tell you what my goal was, and you know, thank God I accomplished it, it was that I wanted to have a job while I was on leave, so I uh, with the leave, it's just pretty much like your, your vacation time, you know, the time that you have left um, before you get out, I think I had 60 days, so I had 60 days of leave. And I was, you know, I had a had a job secure, had built up my LinkedIn network, and um, I was getting, you know, paid from the army and paid from, you know, my new job because it's completely um, possible to do it. So, most of short, don't be afraid. Uh, you went through basic training, you got cussed out, spit at, maybe shot at, blown up. <laughs> don't be don't be worried about transition.
0: Cool, cool. Yeah, we. Um got many stories we could (laughs) 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 we won't do that on this episode we could probably go back and forth for hours about the um so you mentioned a good point there with LinkedIn I want to just piggyback off that I think also you need to ask for help if you're transitioning like don't just like connect like don't connect with you know Rob don't connect with me and then like do nothing like I I I can tell you right now I'm not a mind reader I have no idea what's happening in your life I have no clue But if you reach out to me and say, hey man, I'm transitioning, because I got out, you know, many I'm not gonna date myself, many years ago. Um I'm proud of you I, no bad. There you go, man. <laughs> I tell you what, if you can if you can make it through where you know what, let's side let's sidebar real quick. Where'd you go to where'd you do basic, man?
1: Fort Benning, man. Fort Benning? Yep.
0: Okay, all right. I was going to say, if you did like, you know, relaxing Jackson or something, oh, man, man, no, no, you know, no, man, I may have to hang I up on you. <laughs> oh, <whatever. laughs> yeah, I, uh, I did Mother Sill. Um, oh, certainly, go. certainly experience, especially. Um, uh, I remember uh, probably. I think it was like week three or four they took us over by the artillery to show us that mm. uh, and they gave us these earplugs and i couldn't figure them out so like i almost blew my eardrum out when they shot <laughs> off one of the guns so i figured it out quickly after that how to how to was it right. it. yeah yeah you know sometimes it's a, it's a learning process anyways we'll get back on uh, hey, let me let
1: me let me take it back on that and tell you a quick story
0: oh so do it man do I, I, it, do
1: I, it. Him, right? <laughs> I was a bank train and it was uh, and it made this is what was making me Rethink my whole, <laughs> my whole majority, right? So, anyway, long story short, you know, it's not funny when people cry. But anyway, was
0: guy,
1: he was having a tough time, and a drill sergeant was yelling at him and angry, and the guy started crying, and my drill sergeant tasted his tears. He wiped off the guy's uh, tears and tasted it. I said, Oh, man, this is real. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about But yeah, so long story short, if you can make it through veggie training, you, I mean, a job interview or fill out a resume. No, oh you. yeah,
0: yeah. That's that. That's definitely nothing. Uh, I I have to ask because I, I guess I was just a little naive um, when I signed up. I kind of did it out of boredom. Um, I did for two two main reasons. I I signed up. Out of boredom, and then also, you know, I wanted to be a paramedic because, you know, I saw they got girls, and I wanted to get girls. Um, <laughs> so, so, you know, hey, you know, let's, let's just be honest here, right? Let's <laughs> be honest. So, those were my my pushing points. Um, it wasn't patriotism or anything like that. You know, that stuff came later, of course. But that's right. That's um, right. That's but, you true. know, like reality is, most people don't go in for good for being honest. Thanks for being
1: honest, man. Yeah, that's, exactly.
0: Um, so, I have to ask. For me, the first time I heard about Police call! I got so excited, like I, I was, I was so excited, and then I realized what it was. Uh, and for those that don't know, you just pick up trash. You know, you stand in a long line. And you a go lot and pick
1: of trash. You know, Touch you got to, you got to give them the pull. You pick up everything, all the trash, <laughs> like, all the trash that's ever been thrown. You pick it all.
0: And I swear, man, I swear, the drill sergeants would go out there and just pour bags of trash out there before we would go out. I, I, I swear, um, you can't tell me they didn't, man. Um, <laughs> answer, answer. like, "Where's
1: We just did this yesterday." Where, you know
0: exactly, this? yeah, yeah. We walk this same thing every day, <laughs> twice a day. What's it? Uh, The other thing that got me, uh, that fooled me, was kitchen patrol. Did you have to do KP at all? No,
1: you know what? Somehow I got did I. I did it later on, but
0: in Becky I never got KP. Oh, man, wow. you lucked out. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, I thought it was so cool, man. I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to be like the MPs, right? We're going to patrol the kitchen and make sure it's safe. <laughs> oh, I'm doing dishes. I'm sweeping floors. <laughs> yeah, so, so if you're out there listening to this episode and you're thinking about, yeah, I want to go sign up for the military, when you hear them use certain terms, just be wary of that and don't volunteer. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my best advice there. And then
1: just, just, just a last thing on that. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was actually talking to, um, I was talking to a guy um, today, and like you know, this is coming from two veterans, you know, paid our dues, blah, blah, blah. And um, I was talking to somebody, and and this comes up a lot. They're gonna give me this. They're gonna give me that. They're gonna give me housing. They're gonna give me education. I'm giving it. I said, listen, man, you have to understand, you earn all of that stuff. Like they're not gonna give you anything. Like you earn all that stuff. And like I said, I, I don't regret um, you know, joining at all, you know, I you know, did a good job, uh, uh, succeeded, I excelled, blah, 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 but it's just, um, and molds you into a better person, but it, like I said, you're going to earn everything, but that, but the funny thing is, um, another thing about people that transition, it's not like just, you know, younger people or people that was only in for a couple of years, so privates or specials, I have, you know, higher ranking people that ask me for advice, it's starting majors, it's, Mm-hmm. Uh, colonels, as captains that are literally, you know, terrified of getting out because some people, um, you know, it's all they know. So they got in at 18 and getting out at 40 something or 50 something and it's like, damn, what do I do now? Now that i pretty much the same thing you said, Always always like, if you, you got shot at and blown up and you went to basic training and you went through this training and you did this and you had to do that. And like, don't be scared of, you know, somebody, you know, sitting across from you in a suit asking you a few questions. I mean, it's no big deal.
0: Yeah, not at all. Yeah, it 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 makes a lot of things in life. Not just you know job interviews, but it makes a lot of things in life so much easier. Because anytime you know you you maybe think of complaining about something, hmm. you think back to some of the stuff you've been through. You're like, oh well, this isn't so bad. This is nope. this is great. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't no. have to crawl through the mud. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, we'll we'll for everyone listening, we'll jump off the the soapboxes now of basically. No, no, eating. no, 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 kid,
1: no. Kid. Coming soon, uh, the Benson podcast.
0: There you go, there you go. Yeah, we'll we'll get that. We'll just share all sorts of stories. My goodness, I I I'm telling you, man, I could keep you here for hours just. Yeah, you stuff, man. Uh. <laughs> uh Anyways, anyways, uh, we're going to, I'm going to spin it back real quick to your, your MBA. I wanted mm-hmm. to ask, did you get the, of course you got it because it was, you know, it was free. Just like when I did my master's over there, at Western Governors too, in cybersecurity, um, it, you know, it's free, it's from the military, but was your sort of purpose with getting the MBA versus other stuff, the aspect of you're like, Hey, I know I want to start my own business. Was that part of the push on that? Or was it something that you just kind of always wanted to get an MBA or was it just something you're like, well, that's probably the, uh, you know, the lowest type of barrier degree I can get or something like what, what was kind of the push on your end to get an MBA versus other stuff? Cause obviously your business is related to technology. Right. Um,
1: you know, it's funny you, uh, you asked that, you mentioned it. Um, why did I get my MBA? Because to be honest, um, Kim, uh, the stuff I learned in the NBA wasn't really applicable to, I guess it was applicable, but it was just like, it wasn't necessarily real world, uh, stuff like me actually owning a business kind of made me, I don't know, maybe I was jaded a little bit because a lot of times we were going through stuff, I was like, that's not how, that's not real, that's not how it goes. <laughs> uh, um, the NBA, what I will say is that, um, it kind of showed me a few things as far as how to structure the business and stuff like that. Um, but as far as why did I do it, honestly, just. Damn, it's not bad, but man, I'll because I'll be like, okay, I got an MBA, you know, I'm, nobody else in my family has a master, so that was one of the pivotal points, but I don't think it's like, as far as, it, that's kind of one of the reasons I didn't, because I do not know if it was kind of like, I don't know, I do not know if it was like a douchey move or not, that's why I didn't really put it in my, because I just got it like a month ago, mm-hmm. um, um, that's why I didn't put it in my, uh, my LinkedIn little thing, just kind of, like, oh, MBA, because it could, honestly, if you get your MBA and your master's, you're not really, I don't feel like I'm a master of business, you know, so I feel like I got any level of mastery from actually doing it in practical experience. And I think that's another thing, um, as far as, you know, the time back into the IT stuff and the search, it's cool to have a search, but eventually you got to get dirty, man. Eventually you have to do this stuff. I man. you have to, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's cool to have a piece of paper and that's going to get your foot in the door. But if you haven't actually done this stuff, it's going to be, um, whether you be, that's, a, that's another thing Uh, Why kind of put certs in front of degrees, right? Because certifications, right? Certifications. If you get a certification in a couple months, and you know have you know six months or a year of internship, and rocking out getting experience, and you actually be in the field with an actual job, a good job, in two three years, or maybe a year, while somebody is still you know trying to get the degree in four years. Because as far as I'm concerned. And then another thing is, you know, a lot of the progressive companies like Google. few other big companies, they're not really looking at degrees as much anymore. They're kind of like more focused on can you actually do the job, you know?
0: No, exactly. Yeah. And I and I've seen that transition over the past several years. Um, and not just in, in the IT or cybersecurity space, many industries are like, well, we don't we don't really need you to have a degree because we have to train you anyways when you get here. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's great. I don't think you should discredit the MBA um, on your profile. I think you should be you know proud of that. You accomplished it. A lot of people never will get a master's uh, sure. they don't believe in themselves. So, um, I do, I do agree with the aspect cause I've, I've looked at many, I've looked at, you know, of course the one you went to also looked at some higher end, um, private universities mm-hmm. that have, you know, number one, number two programs in the country. And what I found is, I would say six to 12 months of running your own business will teach you a lot more than you'll ever learn in in any MBA, even the top, you know, Harvard or Princeton or Yale or anything. And it's just, it's not the aspect of like there's not good information in an MBA program, but I think they're more geared towards you want to be an executive. You want to be a manager in somebody else's company where you don't have to think, uh, you don't have to necessarily think from an innovative standpoint. Like as an example, you know, we, we both do online stuff. So we, we both are aware of a tool called ClickFunnels for those that out there that don't know what that is. Yep. But anyways, we're not going to jump into that because, again, that could be hours-long conversation I could have. I love it, by the <laughs> way. But, um, but what you have to do, especially in an online business, is you have to do a lot of things that you don't necessarily learn in an MBA program. You learn, like, marketing in MBA school, but you don't learn marketing of the aspect of, like, hey, man, I've got 50 bucks to advertise with. Right. Like I've got to, you know, like I've got to figure this out or I have no advertising budget. So instead of money, I've got to trade time and I've got to figure out how to best use my time. Um, You don't deal with the aspect of like, how should I really legally structure my business where I can afford it right now to then also protect myself? And like all these things that they don't teach you in an MBA program that you really learn either on your own, as you start a business, you know, like, Ooh, this is tough. Um, Cause I've, I've met many MBAs that go try to start a business and fail miserably, but then I've met, and in fact, most of the people uh, thinking to it, there's probably maybe just one successful business owner. I know with an MBA, every single other one, either has no degree, no college, or they have like, you know, something like us, right. Where it's, you know, a bachelor's and. Yep, yep. You know, technology or whatever, some, something not necessarily business related. So, yeah, I just kind of, I just want to jump on that real quick is, you know, number one, you should be proud of it because you have something you accomplished, you, you know, first person in your family, you should be, a, you know, proud of that. Um, but also, you know, the aspect of like going back to what you were tell, saying about college, right? You spend all these years in college and I think there's value there, you know, and I think there's some value maybe over a certification in the aspect of like, you can't take away my degree. But, you, you know, but my certification does have an expiration date. But then there's the flip side of that of the certification having an expiration date kind of forces you to keep up on things et cetera. Right. Um, and so yeah, man, I just, you know, I I just I just want to throw that perspective out there because I've I've had several businesses over the years and nothing that I found in an ABA school was anything really some of the some of the more expensive programs and there, again I didn't see an ROI there, right? But mm. some of the more expensive programs gave you the financial analyst angle as well. Like they made you take a couple of classes so you could focus more on capital budgeting and calculate yeah. stuff out and that sort of stuff. But again, if you think about it as a business owner, you can hire somebody to do all that stuff. You don't need to, you know, it's good to know that stuff. It's, you definitely had to have, it's all about the numbers, right? I mean, yep. You probably, you probably know that since you've been able to stay in business this long, it's all about the numbers. And if you understand the numbers, if you understand your P and L or profit and loss statement for those out there that don't know what that is, if you understand all this stuff and you can run it efficiently, then you can hire people and even online services that will do that for you know a monthly fee to do all these other things for you that you would learn in an MBA program. So that's my spiel on it. That's that's coming from a guy that for the past probably three years has researched MBA programs around the country and really mm. like gone there, looked at them aside from, you know, Western governors, that's online, of course, but um, gone there and really researched this stuff to find out like, okay, well, is this stuff actually, something that could be applied in, in my business or in somebody else's business. And in my opinion, there is applicability in some cases, but for the most part, unless you really want an MBA, it, it may not be something that you, I, I just want to say it like this. I don't want to push anybody away from it, but it's not something you need to run a business. You don't need an MBA to run a business. I'll just leave it there. I'll leave the table right there. I'll leave the topic on the table right there. I, can, I, completely, I completely
1: agree. Um, honestly, um, what I've learned uh, or what's been my best, um, you know, tutelage or whatever, how, whatever you're gonna call it, is failures, man, and messing up. Honestly, mm-hmm. like, you know, going into something and like, especially business. Honestly, and I'll, I'll say, I'm gonna say this right, now. I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna say this for sure. uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Tell basic, us, man, tell us. <laughs> <laughs> basic training, going to Afghanistan, my masters program, nothing, nothing compares to the difficulty of um, owning and running your own business. It's because there's so many variants, there's so much stuff that can go, it's a bunch of stuff that can go right, but there's a bunch of stuff that can go wrong as well. Yeah. And you just gotta, that's another good thing about being military is that you're already resilient and you're gonna have to have that resiliency because you're gonna, you're gonna take a bunch of L's. And being a business owner just happens, man, because some stuff you don't know, uh, some stuff you just can't foresee. Um, and then like a lot of times, like for me, you know, I'm pretty much, you know, a one-man shop. So time is one, you know, one commodity that's kind of hard to come by uh, for me right now. And it's just, um yeah, man. So, and, but one thing I will say, um, whether it's MBA, certification, opening up a business, whatever, um, whatever you're trying to do, just start. That's that's the main damn thing is uh, just start. Because that's what I've noticed is a lot of times if I start something, as long as I just start, do the first step, okay, that wasn't bad. Second step and then just figure it out. And another uh, reason why I say just start is because, you know, time is flying, and a lot of times things take a lot longer than you thought. Because honestly, cause I thought I was, you know, the best damn instructor in the world. I thought it was, oh, this going to be two, three weeks. You know, I'm going to have a million dollars in Lamborghini. Not at all. Man. <laughs> you have to so,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and another thing, like you said, um, the NBA, they kind of do it. But um, how important, like you said, marketing is, whether it's, you know, email campaigns, Facebook marketing, LinkedIn, whatever know, this marketing, because that's one of the, the good thing about the internet is that you can have a whole business, no brick and mortar needed, no money needed, no nothing needed, but the hardest thing now with social media is just, you know, people knowing who the hell you are, that's that's one of the most difficult things, just trying to figure okay, okay, I know this guy is, but do I trust them? okay, now they trust me, and they know me, but do they think I got a good product, okay, they think I got a good product, but do they want, you know, so, so it's just boom, boom, just, you know, a lot of hard work, but it's definitely worth it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think you brought up a good point there, you know, and people have to trust you. And then also they're going to love and hate you. Like some days Definitely. there's people that hate my guts. Some people love you all the time. I mean, it, you just have to, um, one of the things, one of the advantages of, of the military is for the most people, it gives you thick skin mm-hmm. and you know, you're, you're going to need that if you ever want to be a business owner, like you are going to, you're going to deal with friends, family. I mean, I've had family steal for me, um, I, you know, I, I you know, you're, you're going to deal with all sorts of stuff and it's not, it's not, you know, as Dwayne mentions, it's not a, yeah, I mean, it's, what's a, what's the old adage? It takes what, 10 years to be an overnight success or something, but yep, that, that's, that's the reality. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a discipline, right? And, uh, uh Tania, uh, who I had on the podcast a few, few, few weeks back, Um, she, she made a perfect uh, thing and I'm probably going to butcher it, but, but that's okay. Uh, it's not about motivation, but it's about dedication, right? So it's the little things you do every day, you know, in her example, she's a bodybuilder, mom, all this stuff, military spouse, she's doing all these things. Um, but she, she, you know, like most of us, she doesn't want to get up at 3am every day. She no. does it because, you know, <laughs> I, <hell no>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the reality, right? Like yeah. no, nobody in the normal mindset likes to get up at 3am. Nobody. I don't care who you, you know, how much you talk big and bad. Like if, if I gave you the option to sleep in till 10, you would, yeah. um, you know, or, or at least past three, but it's about the small things you do every single day. And that's exactly what business is. Cause you're going to learn something every single day. You've got to learn and adapt and, and apply it immediately. Like I, I'm, when I'm talking to you, I'm actually looking at my bookshelf and this is a, the smaller bookshelf, by the way. And I'm looking at hundreds. I'm looking at books stacked everywhere. Books. I probably bought thirty books recently, Mm -hmm. of different things, because I needed them to be able to learn like one or two things in the book to then apply it in my business. Right. And um, and I'm gonna send you a list by the way through LinkedIn. I forgot to. I'll send you um the list of the books I bought recently and see if you have. Please do. Please do. Oh yeah, you know it, man. You know it. I got you. I got you back, man. Um, but that's for those listening out there. That's that's reality for us as entrepreneurs. Like we we learn something, adapt apply it. We have to adjust it like almost daily a lot of times. We have to yeah. as, as as Rob mentioned, we have to put our names out there all the time and be relevant. And it takes it's a huge lift. It's a huge sacrifice to have your own business. So I don't want to scare anybody off, right? I don't want to scare people away like, oh, I don't want to do my own business now because they scared me to death. It's well yeah. worth it, as as you mentioned, you know, it's w- well worth it. But it, you know, there's a risk involved. There's a lot of work involved. It's a lot of hard work, right? That's why 99% oh, of people don't do it you know? Um, but I think that if you, if you're willing to put in the work over a long period of time, the financial rewards, maybe not in your first business, maybe not in your fifth business, but maybe at the 10th business, business, it pays off, you know, but I think for me, it's worth it. I Mm -hmm. I like it. I like the aspect of, you know, you can control the creativity. You can do the things you want to do. You can really make an impact in people's lives. Um, and I, I, you know, so, um, I'll get off my, uh, my spiel there. I'll let you kind of, no, you did, man. <laughs> no, the, but one thing um,
1: that I wanted to uh, pin on, just in general, whatever you know, your endeavor is, whether it's uh, opening up a business or doing something else, um, just don't worry about. Now, there's a difference between you know uh, criticism and somebody you know being constructive with the criticism. Now, some people just are just. I mean, it's the internet, so it's going to be some people in it are just stupid you know for lack of better term, just people that are just you know maybe their life isn't going the way they want it to or you're trying to do something that they want to do and they just think they can't do it and they you know people are going to say you know people say stupid stuff to me I don't I'm literally you know not going to be cool I literally don't care like I don't I don't know you I never met you and you're obviously unhappy so it it doesn't really matter so you have to get used to, you know people just saying stuff like you said sometimes people may like it sometimes people may feel it but what I was gonna say is, with social media, whether whatever you're doing, you have to be super duper careful to not care as much about, for one, people's opinion, and two, likes and comments. You gotta—it's about the conversions and actually selling. Because there's some—you know—you may get 300 likes, 400 likes. whatever, who? If it's not if it, whatever your end goal is, whether it's getting a job, uh, selling a product, whatever you're trying to do, it's not happening. Like that doesn't matter. Because I think that's another thing, like with social media people kind of like are
0: living off of likes and I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you can deposit likes or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Try, but, yeah, try like, paying your mortgage with likes, man. i tell you what. <laughs> they, don't, they don't like that. They're like, yeah, okay, sir. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, like,
1: like I said, it's, yeah. it's cool. Cause you know, if, you know, sometimes it's kind of like the mob mentality. If you got all these likes, somebody else oh, I might like it too, but you actually, like you said, you want to actually make a genuine connection. And then, like I said, well, you know, if all of them, the haters or trolls or, uh, unhappy people. It's going to be other a bunch of other people in your inbox that's going to tell you, hey, keep going. Hey, you know, you did this for me. Hey, I saw you over here. I saw you do this. And that's another good thing about LinkedIn. As far as I can see, it's the most, uh, well, how can I say, it's like the, one of the happiest places on the internet. Like, the same criticism that you would get on Instagram, you don't really get those on LinkedIn. Or the same criticism you get on Facebook, you only really get them on LinkedIn. Maybe, maybe I don't have enough followers or I'm not you know, out there enough for that to happen. But as far, far as I can see, there's not as many, uh, I don't know if I can curse on here, so I won't, but I don't know if there's as many buttholes, uh, you know, on there as it is in other places. And you'll get one of these and two but for the most part, it's, you know, people on there kind of better themselves. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, LinkedIn, I think part of the reason is people might be worried that you'll you know you share it with their boss uh, uh, but but also I just think that yeah the, you know kind of the energy of LinkedIn is a little different um and I think sort of jumping on top of what you you were um, alluded to there I think you also if you're going to be a business owner as as you know Rob was saying you can't let these people get to you because if you respond inappropriately, like for, for example, I, I look at people, I look at the way people respond before I buy a lot of things. And, and if I see that you're jumping in on those small little battles all the time, like, oh no, I said this and that. And she said, he said, then I'm not going to buy from you. And in fact, I did that recently with somebody's, um, uh, program or some kind of ads program or whatever, I was like, okay, yeah, you know, I'm, let, me, let me go ahead and buy this thing. It was a few thousand dollars. And before I bought, I went and researched them and their social media posts from the past couple of months. And they're just in there doing all these small battles. And I'm sorry, I can't buy your product then, because then you're going to be, if I've got a question on a product, you may come back at me the yeah. wrong way or something. And it's just, it's going to hurt your business. I'll say the other thing with um, LinkedIn I don't care about your personal opinions. I don't care about your political views. I don't no, care about your racial don't views. Do it. Don't do that with your business. No. Your, your business, money, money doesn't care about any of that stuff. I'll tell you right no. now, and, and wealthy people understand this. People in poverty, and I grew up very, very poor. People in poverty don't understand those things. They don't understand. They jump in all those all those things and, you know, and they get all excited and all sorts of social media, you know, blasting here and there. But the reality is when you're selling in your business, if you're a smart business owner, do you realize that who cares if I don't like a certain political candidate? Like, you don't care. If you if you like my product, you don't want to hear about who nope. I like in, in the Oval Office, right? It doesn't matter. So that's the other thing I just want to push out there. I see that, unfortunately, a lot. I see people jumping in on that just from the cybersecurity side, you know, in, in their jobs and stuff. They jump in on all these conversations. And it's just not, I'm sorry, you know, business doesn't care. Business is very... Um, I don't want to really say it's binary, but it, it doesn't have a soul in that aspect. You know, no. it's about it's about the money, right? Like you don't have a business if you don't have money. That's the bottom yeah. line. If you don't have sales, you don't have a business. It's you can say you have a business, right? You can be on here on LinkedIn. I'm CEO of whatever, right? I'm on Facebook. I'm CEO of whatever, but you're working at McDonald's because you don't have sales in your own business. Yeah, no, you right? have it. Uh, yeah, bam. You know, there's man, we're dropping it's <laughs> a goal buckets of golden knowledge man i tell you what oh, um, oh oh kim
1: before i forget i want to say another thing is yeah um and me you know i'm a pretty positive person happy go lucky but one thing i see that kind of is like why are you doing it um it's okay you know to be who you are on linkedin or social media if you if you are uh uh, uh on fries at McDonald's that's cool. Okay, just say I'm you know I'm, I'm on fries at McDonald's, but I you know I'm trying to do this and try to do that. Don't 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 like get on. Cause sometimes I just think that you know I don't know. Just some people just get the wrong idea? And it's like you don't have to get on there. It's like yeah, uh you know the sun is hot, so I want you to be hot and be great because everything is greatness and you know trying to motivate people like you can't. It's kind of hard to motivate somebody to accomplish something when you haven't really accomplished anything. Yourself. And I'm not saying, you know, if it's a small accomplishment, yeah, but don't try and motivate people when you haven't actually, um, you know, done anything and put the work in. And like I said, always be true to yourself. You don't have to, if you, and like you said, and then it's, it's kind of funny when you say, I'm a CEO, I'm a business owner, but then you see them, you know, on a post, you know, asking for a job, or you see them on a post doing something else, just like, just be who you are. You know, you don't have to have them Airbus, you don't have to be in front of a Lamborghini, you don't have to. Um, you don't have to put on, like, just be who you are. And then, like, because that's that's what I found, just being genuine and being myself, you know, has worked out pretty well. And just being honest, if I'm not doing okay, if I'm not doing well, you know, can you help me? You know, because that's another thing. If you tell somebody that everything's great and everything's wonderful, they won't know that you need advice. They won't know that you need, you know, a loan, or they won't know that you need uh social media marketing, or they don't know that you need to, you know, give a can so you can show you about the, the click funnels and what books to read and how to set up a business. Like, you just, just need to be honest and things will get a lot easier.
0: No, absolutely, yeah, and I think that's a great point across all social media, but especially LinkedIn. Yeah, I see a lot of people. I just call them pretenders, right? You know, yeah. they've they've never really done anything. Um, this is my own personal view, I guess. I don't think you should call yourself a CEO unless you've been in business at least a year and you're profitable, um, or you know, I mean, of course, if you're taking on VC funding or something, if that's your goal. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about like the types of businesses that. Um, Rob and I create where we do it online. We, there's a terminology called micro businesses mm-hmm. where it's essentially like us. And then we, you know, use contractors and that sort of stuff for different yep. tasks, but we maintain higher profit margins by doing it that way versus, you know, your traditional brick and mortar business. So I, yeah, I just don't, don't pretend like if you honestly, if you're out there right now and you're like, I want to start a business and you reach out to me or if you're just, you know, you kind of like have started something, and you reach out to me and say, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, you know, CEO of, of whatever mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, if, if you're looking you know, if you're not, if you're kind of cocky, uh, we'll just put it like that. Like I'm going to start asking you a bunch of financial questions That's right. on your business. I'm going to start asking you a bunch of marketing questions. I'm going to throw terminology out there that you're going to have to go Google. Um, and it's not too, and, and I don't want to make it sound like I'm like trying to be a jerk and target you. I actually want to, you know it's I guess a test is what I would call it. I want to test you to see if like you're gonna actually go research those terms you don't know. If you're gonna put in the work. If you're gonna come back to me and say, hey, I don't know what you're talking about. Can you help me? Right. That's because that's what business owners that have kind of been there, done that, do for each other. For, especially for people kind of newer to it. Yeah. We're we're willing to help, but we're gonna deliberately. I, I guess I'm using the wrong terminology. I don't want to make it sound like. We're we're kind of being jerks across the board, but we're gonna put you in situations that make you uncomfortable so you can grow as a business owner exactly. to help you become more successful in your business and be more successful overall in life. So yep. be, I think that's the best way to put that. That's what we try to so, do. So go ahead, man. Go ahead.
1: Um, another thing I was gonna say, just to clarify, some mm-hmm. uh, if you have a because uh, I think that might have came out wrong. If, if you have a business, um, there's nothing wrong with having a job or looking for jobs.
0: Wow, no, not at all. Yeah. If,
1: um uh what am, I, what am i damn trying to say <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, but, oh. Yeah, no yeah, i think i think you're i think you're right on there you know okay. with with you know there's nothing wrong with having that job while you're you know building up, a lot of people do that a lot of people have a job and they build up their business you know That's um yeah and
1: then you know, like i said even if um you know you have a job and other opportunities because me you know I, I got this business but if a teaching opportunity comes up or if i can partner with somebody else i'm not all I'm a business owner. I can't, I got, I only work with my, no, you know, it's a partnership. And then, Like you said, I think the, the biggest thing is just being humble. Cause just like, cause I've noticed, i I've actually got, not got into it, um, uh, but I've kind of, you know, kind of noticed kind of an air of arrogance, you know, with some people, cause like some people have MBAs, I was talking to a guy and he's like, yeah, you know, with having an MBA. Blah, blah, blah. And I guess he didn't know that, which doesn't really matter to me. I guess he didn't know how to MBA. but it's like, yeah, with having an MBA just never, never, ever, ever be cocky. Cause there's so much, knowledge and soul because i was talking to a guy today and it was kind of you know he didn't really have as much stuff on his linkedin but when he actually got into his story and like i did this i did that but oh you know if i would have tried to flex on him or try to act like i was super important he probably would have <laughs> put a bad taste in his
0: mouth oh exactly yeah i have a um i have a friend here um uh, so by the way uh, uh we both live in the greatest city in the world but um i uh i have a friend uh here in town that uh couple years back he sold his company for a few hundred million um wow no college cash but he's not on social media like that right he's not on linkedin he's not on any of that stuff um and he's, he's rationing
1: 100
0: million yeah he's, i won't give the exact figure there but um yeah, yeah i mean, need his
1: all his contact information once we get on
0: i i won't i won't share that um but eventually we'll we'll oh, i i, I Dude, once we get off, I will, um, i I'm, I'm
1: just joking. Man. But if you want to, I'm, I'm, well,
0: I, I won't loop you in with him. Cause he's a brick, you know, traditional brick and mortar type of guy. You know, okay. took like 30 years to build his stuff, but, um, yeah, I'm going to link you up with some people in, in town. I, I Don't I worry about that. Him. Yeah. You'll, you'll be, you consider yourself hooked up. Bam. <laughs> Bam. That's how you grow. Um, well that's a, Hey, this is actually a good point, right? Glad we kind of sidebarred there. This is a good point when you're having these conversations and you're, you're not a jerk look what just happened, right? Like I've got a, a very ultra high net worth network that I can tap certain people into, but I don't, unless I see they're doing the right things. Like it doesn't come from you begging for me to, to hook you up with that. It comes from the aspect of like, it just comes up in conversation. And then I'm like, Oh yeah, sure, man. I'll hook you up with that. Cool. You know, you know another thing that I noticed, uh, and
1: I don't want to give you some kudos about it just being extremely positive. I mean, like every time I see, you know you're always shouting out somebody you always
0: well, except for on your post, man, I try to be the the only you know I try to be a troll on your post, but uh, everybody else
1: I you know. Know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, but I, but like I said, like you said people and and I'm actually not like completely just asked out and cut somebody out, but it's been a couple of times where I tried to you know crush people publicly cause they're <laughs> not stupid and it's like, okay, but like you said the best the best way is just just either ignore it or. Just tell them, hey, have a great day or whatever. Because people people yeah, can see. Because yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, you know, ain't no telling what happened in that day. So maybe I just, I know this guy didn't just say that. Now I'll hurry up and reply. But it's just, most of the time, you know, people can see. You know, it's like they, they're in a helicopter. And they look down like, oh, I see exactly what this guy's doing. Like, they're doing that exactly. So he said the wrong thing. Or they can screenshot him and say, oh, look, look at what Rob said. He, he's a terrible yeah. person. So um, the best thing is just, okay, this is the internet. I don't know these people. And just have a good day.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You know, and kind of jumping on that. Um, you never really know what someone's going through in their life. And I've had, I've had hate mail um, in the past on like online courses and stuff and all oh, your, you know, you suck or whatever. That's right, yeah. But then a couple weeks later, it's like, yeah, my daughter was in the hospital. So I just wasn't in the right mindset then I apologize, whatever. Um, the other thing I'll mention is that it's, in, it's very important. Because the fact you don't know what somebody's going through, like you don't know what kind of impact your post has, and and without naming the person, there's a professional in the industry, and without naming a sex, I'll just say this individual, mm-hmm. um, I ran into them recently in the past few months, and I'd done a I'd done a post kind of you know propping them, giving them a shout out or whatever, and I didn't even think this person had seen the post, and and they were having a really, really, ter- like it was a, just a terrible week at their job. I mean, like th- anything that could go wrong was going wrong. They're getting harped on by executive leadership. I mean, it was just a terrible week for this person. And they kept getting alerts on their phone from from LinkedIn. They're like, oh, great. What do I do now, right? Like, what, <laughs> what else is it, you know? Um, and it was my posts. And, and, I, and I never, and, and I'm telling you, like this person didn't even comment on the post. Like, didn't really comment or whatever on the post. I, th- I think they did do one comment later on. But I didn't realize the impact this, this had. And I've gotten a lot of those over the years of just, you know, you don't know how whatever you're putting out there is impacting someone's life. It no. literally could be the difference between life and death. There's a lot of people, especially veterans, that are kind of suicidal. Mm. And Your post, your positive thing, you giving them a shout out on social media, that honestly, and this sounds pretty cheesy, but that honestly could be the difference between life and death for them. They may actually be thinking that day I'm about to go kill myself. And then, oh, huh? Rob just gave me a shout out. Oh, that's so cool, man. I feel a little bit about, about myself. You know what? I can do this. I can make it yeah. through. You just don't know. And that's why, you know, being a jerk, it's just not cool. Like, you know, and honestly, you got to, you have to be careful with that because online, like I know a lot of people on my network are, are hackers. A lot of them are ethical and they can, Sunk, kill,
1: they, they can crush they can change your whole life yeah but, but worse
0: I mean. and i know some that are kind of shady you know are <laughs> on the borderline right and you know it's it's amazing what they can do i can tell you right now i don't have that skill set like i'm not as good as some of these people out there and i'll be freely mm-hmm. admit that um
1: neither am i but,
0: no yeah and 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 I'm comfortable saying that like I'm not the greatest world's greatest pen tester. I'm, I'm certainly not right. I don't work full time in it. It's not my specialty. Right. But I know, you know, I know what I know and, and I can teach, you know, basic level, you know, people stuff, right. right. As people get more advanced, they know more than I do. I'm totally, I'm totally cool with that. I actually want to see people do that. I would love everyone to surpass me on on whatever skills that I have. Um, But I think the aspect of with social media, you really have to be careful because like, like Rob was saying, it doesn't take a whole lot for some of these people to own your entire life. And when I say your entire life, I'm talking about your kids' accounts, I'm talking about your bank accounts, I'm talking about everything. the PTA posting, you know, I'm talking about this, the photos that you took when you were 22 having fun at the party, everything. And so that's why, just be positive. You know, you, you can you can impact the world better that way. There's enough negative people out there. I mean, we. Oh my goodness. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, man, dude, we if we started a business where we got paid like a nickel for every negative person out there, man. Oh, two. easy. Too easy. Be tired in like what two months? Is even <laughs> that? <about> you. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe we should start that business, man. Uh, we should. We just got to find somebody to pay us, you know, for for you know every negative person. <laughs> um, but yeah, just just be positive with your stuff, you know, and not. Not like cheesy, positive, as we talked about earlier, like, you know, oh, you know, motivation. No, oh, like, that's okay. But not like every post, like it gets exactly. old after a while. Like, okay, all this person does is post this. They don't post anything original. They're just right. sharing sharing quotes or whatever. Um, so, yeah, man, just, just being positive, I think, is a, a huge aspect of it. And another thing is,
1: um, you know, fostering. You know, whoever likes you or whoever messes with you. Something, like I said, some people, you know, like the vanity metrics and it's, oh man, this post only got 15 likes or this post only got one like, but that's one more than what's there, you know, and then you don't know how much, like you would say, how much that post actually helps somebody. Cause that's what I've noticed is if you're a business owner, a job seeker, whatever, if you start providing value, whatever you're trying to do is going to happen. Cause like I said, um, through the post I do, it's providing value, but it's also like, uh, Many commercials, and I could do the same thing for you. Like, oh, I guess this guy does know what he's talking about. Especially like for job seekers, you can kill it on LinkedIn. If you want to be a developer, start you know posting the, the games or the apps that you're developing. If you are a penetration tester, show a video of you. Penet- oh, man, that was about to come <laughs> out
0: crazy. <laughs> 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 we uh uh yeah we'll we'll leave that one uh we get the idea um <laughs> yeah man i talk about that a lot i talk about personal branding a lot like nobody <laughs> nobody knows that you're that good unless you show them and the easiest way to yeah. show i think a lot of times is just turning on a camera a screen recording software like screencast matic or something free out there and, yep. saying yeah look here this is you know i haven't edited this video but i wanted to film it real quick and post it up there this is how you do this you'd be amazed at how that can lead to things and you don't yeah. know like six months from now might be the time that somebody from, you know, let's say you want to work at Google six months from now, somebody from Google comes across that video that you posted. They look at your other videos because you've been consistent with that stuff. And they're like, Oh, this person's pretty good. Let me give them a call. They have a recruiter reach out to you. Like it, that's how it happens. It doesn't necessarily happen. Like there's still some value, I think in applying for jobs, that sort of stuff. But for the most part, if you put yourself out there, you build a brand, the jobs come to you it becomes so much right. easier it's so easy at that point or the you know the business deals come to you um and and you'll find that you know you'll have to really think about it and you know you may have to turn some stuff down that you would you feel is very valuable and that would be a good thing but it may not be the best thing for your business right now no. um and yeah just i mean putting yourself out there just I'm just surprised as how many people just won't do that. Like, you don't have to be on camera yourself. I want to stress no. that, you know, because when I started creating online courses, I was so scared to be on camera, man. Oh, my goodness. It's like, what are gonna pe- 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 people going to think of stuff? And come to find out, the content I was putting out sucked, right? You know, you know that's exactly. what they, they hated. They're like, yeah, we like you on camera. We don't really care for that, though. You know, but, but the content sucks. That's what we have a complaint on. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, cool. Um, I can fix that. I can't fix myself. <laughs> You're kind of stuck with <laughs> But, um, but yeah, yeah, just keep putting, you know, like Rob said, keep putting stuff out there, whether it's posts, whether it's, um, LinkedIn has articles. You guys have probably seen me put out yeah. some articles here and there. I'm not very consistent with it. I probably should be a little more than I, than I have been, but, uh, put out articles. Those stay up there, right. Put it out video cor- you know, training or whatever. Um, there's a whole lot you can do and you just have to like, I guess, similar to business, right? Get off your butt, do it. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I like yes, I you can yeah. See, being, um. um just being consistent, and like you said,
1: not yeah. expecting an immediate payoff. Like you said, it may be something that you made two or three months ago, and now they're just not getting on to it. And that's another great thing about the internet. You know, it's there forever. So if yeah. it doesn't get on LinkedIn as much, maybe, you know, you'll pop up. Maybe something that you did two months ago, and then they know like you said, they go see the archive of all other videos that you've done. And like you said, it's just, it's just, I don't know, man. The great thing is with the, with the internet, LinkedIn, social media, and all that stuff, it just makes uh, connecting with people a lot easier and just getting your idea, your product, your service, whatever it is, it gets, you know, in front of a lot of people, man. Because like I said, with LinkedIn, whoever you're looking for is on there. Whoever, whether it's a CEO, a janitor, a plumber, a a damn astronaut, whoever you're looking for is on there.
0: Yep. Yeah, and and LinkedIn also has a feature that you can um, pull your your connections. You can pull a, a, a CSV of that. And then from there, you could just sort through that, you know, file and find people with title of CEO or whatever you're looking for. Uh, and then from there you can target those people as far as strengthening those connections, seeing mm-hmm. if they might be, you know, needing your business thing or whatever. So you know, oh, oh, uh, uh, sure. uh, Kim,
1: before I forget, another thing is when you – this is what I do. Um, whenever, you know, somebody connects with me, I connect with them. You know, I always send them, a, you know, a welcome message or hey, this is who I am. But I would always recommend don't – if you sell something, don't sell them like then, man. Oh, goodness, no. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow it happens, you know, in the first conversation, that's cool. If they ask you, hey, can you give me this? So, hey, what do you do? Yeah. But if you just like straight up the gate, you get, oh, and another thing, no disrespect to anybody. But if you're in multi level marketing, man, I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't. Uh... Anyway, that's, that's another conversation. Uh, I, would, I would just say that if you're selling something, don't, don't <laughs> sell a person the first time. You get. Don't, don't, don't do it.
0: Man, yeah, there's there's been many of of those bombardments. Um some people have the auto email set up like, "Hey, my product." I'm like, "I'm did you even look at my profile? Like it's nothing related." So,
1: nothing <laughs> but, at
0: all. Cool. Um I know I've kept you quite a bit. I know you need to get back I to enjoy your, it myself, I enjoy it myself, man. I enjoy
1: it myself.
0: Cool. Yeah, no. I mean, I I appreciate you having on. You know, it was, uh having you on, it was uh definitely fun. Uh, bantering a little back and forth, sharing. I mean, this was a great, uh, you know, I wasn't really sure where we were going to take this episode necessarily. You know you know, I, yeah, we did. We kind of did, you know, we kind of sure. talked about the tech stuff, you know, upfront, you know, but also like, like I said, I've got a lot of business owners that listen to this thing. And so I think we've sort of dropped nuggets of information all across the board there, even in life itself. Uh, so yeah, I definitely appreciate you having, having you on. Any other advice you can offer people either People trying to get a job, trying to get into tech, or people in their business, or just any life inv- advice in general?
1: Um, start and don't quit.
0: There you go. Man, you summed it up. I, I will to put that on a t-shirt. Right? I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll sell you one. I'll start another business. <laughs> cool. All right, man. Yeah, it's been a, a pleasure uh, having you on. Yeah, uh, probably at some point we'll uh, we'll uh, eventually you know, get some kind of podcast episode where we just banter on about the military. You know, of course, we're going to bash the Air Force and Navy. That's, you know, natural. I'm with it. And me. the Marines. I'm there. Just let me know. Just let me know when I'm there. <laughs> exactly. Cool. All right, man. Yeah, yeah I definitely appreciate you uh, jumping on the podcast today. Hey, Ken. Thank you very much. And uh, anybody that's listening,
1: um, Ken Underhill is the boss of all bosses.
0: And I'll make sure I mail you that check we talked about. to, to see My man. <laughs>